Hey, it's Mike Catherwood. Hey, it's Drew. Dr. Drew, the new Mike and Dr. Drew show is great, as all of them are. Yeah, this one's extra great. Though. But it's particularly interesting. Big announcements, plus we talk about eels and butts. Uh, it, you seriously do. And hit men who fall in love. Yeah. Why Chinese fathers are awesome. Yeah. Dead weekend at Bernie Bitches. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> it's a, quite an interesting yeah. show. And we, we get serious, too, by the way, and towards the end, you know? That's right, Dr. Drew. There is a serious side to you and I. And you can hear about it all on the Mike and Dr. Drew podcast. Only where, Dr. Drew? Podcast One. That's right. Hey, everybody. Superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line Podcast. Today we present episode number 111 of the Adam Curl era. The episode is from March 3rd, 1996, a Sunday night. It's the cast of Fox Television's Partners, which ran from 95 to 96. John Cryer, Tate Donovan, Maria Patillo, and Catherine Lloyd Burns are all in studio before the first break. Drew is fresh from his family vacation in Salt Lake City. There's a nice opening, uh, 10 minutes or so, just love between the two hosts and a couple calls, and some of Drew's talk of his vacation, and how he wouldn't be surprised if Loveline was never syndicated in Salt Lake City. This is the only known appearance for all the guests except for John. John Cryer would return for episode 655 from April 2nd, 1998, episode 938 from May 4th, 1999, and episode 1314 from October 11th, 2000. There's a great early call between Tim and Eileen, uh, Adam Carolla continuing his love affair with the three-way calls, and the he said, she said, some classic love line right there. The guests are quite lively, and Adam and Drew get into it a little bit, mostly Adam, and the first show of the week. As per usual, this was recorded in 1996. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Modern Day Love Line at 1-800-LOVE-191. Dr. Drew and Mike Cather would be happy to take your call. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get it on. Loveline is meant for an adult audience. Loveline may convey sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Now, here's Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Mm, hey, let me give the phone numbers out. 1-800-LOVE-191, 1-800-568-3191. The fax number, 310-854-4455. Well, we have, we have a full plate tonight. We have the entire cast of Partners, the hit show that's on Monday nights. On Fox, I think we have a couple of grips and like an executive producer. I mean, we have everybody who's ever thought about the show partners That's out nice. there. That's nice. If they had that big an audience. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Hey, all right. John Cryer's vomited and he's leaving now. He just trashed the studio. We have Maria Patillo. We have Catherine Lloyd Burns. We have John Cryer and Tate Donovan, and they will all be stumbling in here in a few minutes. Maybe we'll play some, like, basketball or something after the show tonight. Yeah, it seems could. a shame to waste all these able bodies. Volleyball. Now, uh, Drew's back from Utah. Right. He had a fantabulous time. One place that uh, Loveline would probably not be broadcast to, I suspect. It, because of the Mormon factor? Just, yeah, yeah. M factor? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty... Uh, nice, great place, great people. Pretty Can't uptight? Pretty uptight town? Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, what do you think? I don't have a problem with that. I have no problem with that. They they they, they handle their they, look. They've got great values. They handle things well out there. Sure. Family. Sure. Yeah. Are they racist though? 
Well, Don't you kind of have to be racist? Yeah, it's kind of one side problem with that, with that whole thing. Uh, How come you have to be racist there? to have family values? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, there is that kind of feel to the whole thing. But, All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have family it's values. Explicit. It's not explicit. I'm just going to need a rope and a gun <laughs> and a pickup truck. Gotcha. What is that? I don't know. You now you, you blew the whole, burst my bubble. All right. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> yeah. You must shun all others in order to have fun. Well, maybe that's it. Maybe you love your own damn family so much that you cannot tolerate any others. Maybe. Is know. that it? I don't know. I feel that way with pornography. Uh, I shun speaking all those who get, yeah, speaking of pornography, let me say this. Yeah, I knew. Let me tell oh, you. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you I, missed yeah. a big day. Yeah, yeah. But you I, missed a huge day. Yeah, I saw here. Okay, last week we had uh, Dr. Brute. No, oh, I'm sorry, Mark. Dr. Mark, Mark in gonna here. Mark going to be replacing me how many nights a week now? Well, I said he did such a good job, and the response was so overwhelming. You with the triplets and the busy. practice and God knows what else, the psychosomatic illnesses that you come up with each week, and plus all the vacations. Yeah. What's wrong with I'm not saying let's put him on once a week. I'm saying let's get rid of you once uh, a week. I, I appreciate that. Let's I just really bring do. him on like so on reassured. Wednesdays. Just to give you a break. Let you cool your that. jets. Let you, you know, refill your tank. Thanks a little, Drew. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, my friend. <laughs> so he came in here. He brought a whole bag of goodies. We had porn starlet of the year, Jenna Jameson, in here. I, we had to get a, a hazmat team to come in here and mop up after that show. But the point is, is <clears throat> Jenna always brings me some tapes. God bless her. I've had her on the morning show and stuff like right. that. Always brings me, you know, little, little stocking stuffers. And uh, horny one-nutted Mike over here, apparently the surgery uh, didn't do anything to... Uh, uh, curtail the libido, wanted to borrow a couple of the tapes to make some dupes, as we call them in the business. That, basically, that's illegal. I can't do that. Oh, uh, yeah, he didn't do it, but free porn is basically Mike's uh, battle cry. I've yet to pay for a porn movie. The point is this. He returns this box that should have four porn movies in it, and he hands it to me. This is a little box, just, you know, size of a shoe box. And he hands it to me, and I shake it. And then I sniff it a little, and I go, I think we're a little light here, buddy. I knew that he was light a movie. And sure enough, there were only three in that box. Can you tell which one just by sniffing it? <laughs> I had a feeling. I think I it knew... was the kiss that's missing. It was a kiss? Because it felt like an Ass Master series. It felt a little light in the ass department. But I, I, oh, Anal I, Invaders is there. I, I knew something was up. I just couldn't put my finger in it. You know what I'm oh saying? My God. Oh, my God. I'm actually glad I missed that show, thankfully. I really All right. Am. All right, so that's Dr. Drew's board-certified physician, yada, yada, yeah, yada. I'm, yeah. I'm Adam Crow. I'm nothing. And and i got to say, my, uh, I was spent the oh. week with my kids, my wife, and my kids were sick most of this time, and so I'm not exactly rested. But God bless my wife, who's like a ten times the parent I am. Yeah, God and, bless her. She's listening to the show? Yeah. All right, it's the new, I have a whole new Susan policy, yeah. which is just kiss major ass. Good. Great cook, great Good. mother. Good. God-fearing, uh, whatever she is, and she's doing a f- wonderful job with, with the kids. kids. Yeah, right. except for the whole clothing thing. But... <laughs> the kids are nude. All right, born to be free. Tim. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, you're on Loveline. Hey, all right, Adam, Dr. Drew, I got a little problem here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, just like, what, maybe about half an hour ago, uh, my friend dropped me off at my house, and he, he like, he's like, hey, Tim, come here, I'll tell you something. So I, I went back, and he's like, listen, man, I heard that your girlfriend uh, was seeing your best friend, Chris. So I was like, oh, well, I'm like, I'm like, whatever, I didn't believe him, right? So I I came in and he's like, no, he's like, no, really, for real. So I came into my house and I tried to call my best friend Chris, but I couldn't get through until the line's busy. So I called, I called y'all guys, and I just wanted to know what what I should do. He just told me that my best friend's been seeing my girlfriend. I've been going with my girlfriend for about two years now. So, yeah, what is he basing this on? 
Well, he he said that he heard from somebody that um, they were seeing each other. Oh well, if he heard from somebody, then you know it's true. Hmm. But <laughs> but you know that, that kind of stuff. No, it's not true. It may be true. There's only one way to substantiate this, Tim. Yeah. You know what that is? What? We got to go for the Loveline uh, bat phone. Yeah. Yeah. We do. Well, the... either the friend, the friend, or your girlfriend's got to be contacted. All right. It doesn't matter which one you want to do. Well, let's well, talk. I... Let's talk to the horse. Really? Yes. You, no, no. Don't you think? Don't... You think she's gonna lie? Well, but he, she might be offended by the allegation if it's wrong. The best friend. She doesn't even know what allegation means. That may be the case, but she still might be offended. I will crack her right. if she is right. lying like a pecan. All right, all right, all right. All right, Tim. So which one do you want to go for? Tim, we want to go for the girl. All right, man. We're going to put you on hold. All right. All right. And the callers will take care. Yes, we certainly will. Manuel. Yeah. Hey, you're on Loveline. Good. How you guys doing? Good. We're all right. Good. Got to uh, good to hear you back, Dr. Drew. Thank you, sir. Good. Yeah. Even though Adam doesn't want me here, it's, it's good to know that somebody does. Yeah, uh, don't get me wrong, Manuel. I want someone here. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, okay. I, by the way, I, Mark and Bruce, uh, who filled in for me, are just great guys, excellent physicians, and I, I couldn't ask for better coverage. And, and let me just kiss the doctor's ass for one second here by saying, these guys have done the show before. They were hand-picked by Drew. It, it's not like we just went over to some, oh, yeah. you know, Kaiser Permanente and yanked a couple of grunts off a gurney and threw them in here. You know, you know what I mean? It's not like any doctor can do this job. Thank you. Although they were real good. Anyway, go ahead, Manuel. Okay, Drew, um, I got a question for you. Yeah. It's uh, dealing with me and my family. Um, right. I have two kids, one four-year-old and one two-year-old. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Um, mm -hmm. I'm 23-year-old, and my wife is 21. Now, we have both of our parents are like they were into drugs and alcohol, mm -hmm. and I was wondering, like, what dangers are my kids facing? In other words, what are the probabilities that they could inherit this potential? Yeah, exactly. Is that the question? Uh, do you do drugs? I'm not an abuser, but, you know, do I you, smoke, do you, you smoke, yeah, pot? I smoke a little pot. Do you have any sense that you have momentum with alcohol or with pot, that it's something that just kind of preoccupies you and keeps going, is always there? No, no, mm -hmm. I don't need it. How about your wife? No, not at all. How about the first time you smoked pot or really got high on pot? Was it just an, a superlative kind of an experience, or...? Um, it was just. It, it was like you know how normal pot you you don't get high the first time. Right. But it takes about three times. Yeah, and I mean, it it was just mellow, and you know I don't go all crazy, and you. Right. Don't I mean, it wasn't just euphoric. It wasn't the best thing ever. Yeah. Was it? No. No. Right. I mean, you know, it. I think at tension times, it it really. All right. All right. All right. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Is that there, when when somebody has a parent or both parents who have addictive disease, there's roughly a fifty percent probability that any given offspring of those parents could inherit the probability, the potential for getting addiction, okay? So just because your parents had addiction, it's only 50-50 that you can inherit that predisposition. Same is true for your wife. Okay. Now, it sounds like neither of you really have this biochemistry. I mean, you just don't describe the typical biological relationship with these substances, although I can't, you know, I can't prove it, I can't be absolutely sure. But, well, I can and then, tell you that I'm smart enough off of it, their mistakes yeah, yeah. to do it. Emmanuel, but it's not about being smart or dumb. It's about having this gene, this genetic makeup. And then you, either one of you, if you happen to have had it, could have about a 50% probability of passing on to your kids. That means one of your two kids or both or neither yeah. could have the could have the, uh, the potential. Well, the reason why I questioned this because tonight I was having just a little drink. You know, I mean, it's Sunday night and I was having a drink and my son, he don't know what it is, but he was like, give me some, give me some. And, 
I was just concerned, you know. I mean, here he is reaching for it, and he doesn't know what it is, and who knows what he's going to yeah, do. Yeah, but that's, that's again, I can't make any conclusions based on that. I'll tell you one thing. Hyperactivity, attention deficit disorder, is a pretty reasonable marker for addictive disease in somebody with a biological background of that disease, so keep an eye out for that problem, okay? When your kids end up with that, that's the time to begin to wonder if that may be the kid with the biology for addiction. And, and kids are going to do that. A four-year-old would do that anyway, yeah. wouldn't he? They just, they're preoccupied with what your par the parents are doing. I mean, their whole life is about the parents. I mean, that's everything to them. Right. And so if you're doing something, you have a relationship with alcohol and it's yucky to them, they're going to wonder what that's all about. Here's what I would do if I had kids. I would keep <clears throat> like a... A cage. A <laughs> no, that's a whole different. That's a whole different thing. I'm going to get into later. But I would keep like I don't know, pickled egg in my pocket or something like that. And each time I was doing something and he wanted some, I would, I would, I would do the sleight of hand thing and right. give him the pickled egg and right. let him take a bite out. Then he'd spit it out. Right. Then I figure after a year or so he'd stop bothering you. And then a year after that you'd have to have you you wouldn't have to have any contact at all with him. And then you could both go and live your separate lives. Some reason I have trouble listening to you tonight. You see, I, getting I'm getting a cold, and I yeah. and I'm hearing my own self. Yeah, it's in not my good, own. is it? It's no. not good. <laughs> <laughs> you making fun of me for being sick, Drew? God damn it! You're a doctor. You took a Hippocratic oath. Hey, look, I, I I'll help you. You haven't asked me to help you get better. <laughs> right. Now that you make fun of me whenever I'm sick. Right? I know, I know, I know. But that's because you're a doctor. All right. Now, if I like got a microphone stuck in my ass or something, then you could make fun of me because I'm. Well, a... then I could help you. Oh, okay. Would you? No. Because <laughs> I'll try. All right, what calls do you hey, want to go to, Jerome? Let's, let's hook up Susan. Oh, okay. Are I we mean, got... uh, um, what was it? Eileen and Tim. Okay. Uh, Engineer Mike, God, you're wonderful. Tim. Yeah. There you are. Tim, the uh, the accuser. And Eileen. Yeah. Eileen. Yeah. How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Okay, you're on Loveline. You know, you know what Tim says. What does he say? Tim's friend says... Put on the, the, the velvet. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not time for the velvet yet. Yeah, That's my Perry. Time. This no, is Perry Mason time. No, no, velvet, please. Mike, can we have some velvety music here? Eileen? Uh-huh. Here's what's going on, sweetness. Apparently, one of Tim's good buds mm -hmm. found out a little information. About me? Yeah, a little something about you. It, and it and if it was only you, him. if it was only you, then that would have been okay, but it involved you... And someone else. You and a good friend of Tim's. No. Yeah. He seems to he seems to think something's going on. He's heard things. Do you know what I'm saying, Eileen? Yeah. <laughs> things that may or may not be true. We just want the truth, you know what I'm saying, Eileen? What kind of things that did he say? Well, he said you're running around. No. <laughs> well, not actually like running around, but actually, you know, kinda stationary like on the bed no yeah well, now wait a minute just just hanging around even hanging around yeah with one of tim's good friends holding hands touching oh that's a lie huh that's a lie He's, hey that's what he knows it's it's you know it's not as though we, we actually insisted that we call you because we only heard this like fourth hand through one of uh, tim's other friends who insisted this was the case oh uh-uh lying tim yeah, yeah. Tell Eileen what you heard. Well, I heard that from uh, Greg that uh, he told me that you were seeing Chris. No, uh, I'm not. Oh, that sounded pretty transparent. Just, just... Wait a minute. Let's take a vote. Now, 
What do we do? We'll do the, the yays and the nays. Yay, she's screwing around. Nay, she's not. There's there's six professionals in the room. All right? Is she screwing around? Yeah. Yay. <laughs> All those who say she isn't screwing around? Nay. <laughs> <laughs> the yays have it. We took a vote. We're living in a democracy, Eileen. <laughs> uh-uh. Yes, we are. <laughs> Tim's awfully silent here. Tim, what's Tim? Yeah. Tim's soaking it in. Tim? Yeah. You know something's up now. Yeah, I do. Uh-uh. I, you know, I, it just, it just, I would think, Eileen, if there really weren't, you'd be either A, outraged at the accusation, or B... Yeah, I haven't heard uh, uh, such a defense since right. the the guy who shot everyone on the Long Island Expressway. Right. What the hell was his name? <laughs> nah, I didn't. I think so. He added that extra. I didn't. The big difference. Eileen, that was uh, the voice of John Cryer, um, and we're going to say we're going to say hi to everyone in a second as soon as we settle this mess. Okay. Eileen, I think you better come clean with Tim right now. How much did you do with Chris? Yeah. Do anything. But how much of nothing? Nothing. But what percentage of nothings did you do? Absolutely nothing. Zero Can't we percent. just leave it at the, you know, yays have it? Yeah. <laughs> we gotta go with it. We're going so with the yays. But it's not funny. Why does <laughs> Eileen think it's funny? Well, because she's, <laughs> she's embarrassed, I, mean, yeah, I think. But, but Tim is, like, really hurt. I mean, I can, Tim is, like, uh, on the other end, I can just sense what's going on with him. All right. And Eileen is I'm here kind of, nuh-uh, I'm so sure. She's kind of laughing and not yeah. really caring. All right. Well, it's because the boy that told him is like, I don't know what to think. Liar. He's a liar. Yes, he lies about all that kind of stuff. Well, well I mean, I know him for a long time. He usually doesn't lie like that. Why would he lie? Because he always tries to it, get girls it, and guys. But I mean, why would it be funny that Tim is in incredible pain right now? I mean, he just he wants to be reassured, not to have you dismiss this as, oh well, it's just one of those things. All right, Eileen, I'm giving you 15 seconds to to, to paint a picture that we're all going to see very clearly here we'll about, uh, about your love Make us for Tim, and then we'll take a vote, and then us. and that will be that. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> She's really going to enjoy this. <laughs> that kind of gusto. You go, girl. Convince him. You ready, Eileen? Yeah. Go. I love you, Tim. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, well, you know. Hold on, Tim. She's got another four seconds. <laughs> More colors in the picture. Eileen, yeah. paint away. <laughs> Sorry. We have some lovely parting gifts for you, Eileen. We have Tim the home game. Eileen. Yeah. We don't. We, Yes, we don't want to. We don't want to make light of this very serious situation. Well, maybe a little bit, Tim. Yeah. I don't know. This doesn't sound. I'll tell you what my take on this. This is lose lose. Either she screwed around on you, uh-huh. or she didn't, and she just does not have enough wind in her sail uh, when it comes to the relationship. I mean, if you know what I mean. I mean, this is not someone who is fighting for the relationship. <laughs> yeah. am, am I right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You deserve better. You do. I'm sorry. Tim? Yeah, man. Well, I, we can't, it's hard to really get a real read in just a couple minutes over the radio, but I, I have to agree with Adam. It just doesn't sound right to me. And you got to go figure out what's going on. Have, have a real 
face to face. I'm gonna talk. Yeah, I'm lengthy gonna, yeah. meeting with this young lady and uh, I'm figure talk out to what you. Into my best friend, Chris. Well, figure yeah. out what you're doing with your relationship, where she's at. Maybe it is time for this thing to end. You seem like a really nice guy. Yeah, and Tim. I think it seems like a nice girl. There's nothing wrong. All right, all yeah, right, Drew. Come on. What? Yeah, but, what? But she something's wrong here. Something is wrong. Yeah, something's wrong. Yeah. Right. Something's wrong with Eileen. All right. <laughs> Adios. That's, yeah. an, that's <laughs> enough of that. The topic of today's show. Something's uh, wrong. What's wrong, wrong with Eileen? Eileen. <laughs> All right, well, the uh, myriad of voices we hear in now in the uh, studio are Maria Patillo, Catherine Lloyd-Burns, John Cryer, Tate Donovan, all from Partners, all yeah. from the hit Fox series Partners. Now, you guys have a very special episode coming up or anything like Every that? Every episode is very special. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know, somebody has an eating disorder. <laughs> oh, that is special. You're right. I, uh, I well, I actually have an eating disorder, and that's don't on make, every don't show. Make, don't make fun of it. No, that's not funny. No, that's what I'm saying. Either. It's very special, where they uh -huh. change the theme song a little bit. You know, <laughs> make it a little sadder. You know. <laughs> Sometimes someone might call in with an eating we well, we do whatever the hell we want. Believe me, <laughs> believe me. Oh, we have respect no, for no one. No, seriously, we <laughs> we sit we sit every every let's say like every third guest that comes in here after the first break looks at Drew and I and goes, man, I mean, how can you take it? I mean, the people and the problems already. and everybody come. How do you come in that night after night? I mean, doesn't it kill you? And I go, no. <laughs> it's just a gig. <laughs> Give me something to wake up to every morning. That's not true. Well, no. I mean, we 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 try to do the best when. I mean, it's like you try to do the best you can do with each call, but then you move on to the next one, and that's all you can do. If you were caught up in the last call, it would screw you up for the next call. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like relationships. You do the best you can do. You know, emotionally and sexually, and then then move on. Boom! Yeah, move right on. <laughs> in the you make the same mistakes the next relationship. <laughs> right, right. Tate, we're gonna get into some of that with you in just a just. <laughs> oh, a, here we go. Just a I, second. I gotta go to the bathroom. Just uh, a teaser. Yeah. Now, but Tate, you did go out with Sandra Bullock, did you, or did you not? Johnny, That's what that I is hear. such a nice sweater you're wearing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I got it at J. Crew. Yeah. Huh? What really? size is that? <laughs> got it, Styly. All right, I'm going to take that as a yes. <laughs> Loveline will be right Loveocracy is a place to discover, share, and shop for cool products loved by shoppers. You can discover and browse collections in your circle or check out what's trending across the entire Loveocracy catalog. Products are added from everywhere on the web, and our catalog is continuously updated. Anyone can create a Loveocracy collection of the products they love, and then you can share it with friends, whether it's the clothes in your wardrobe or the books on your shelves. You can share all the stuff you love with the people you care about. Shop this way. Get a great buy on Lovocracy. Our team of expert shopping assistants will actually track down the lowest price from the most reliable retailers so you don't have to spend your time hunting these things down. Simply buy with a click and you are done. Join Lovocracy today and you'll receive a $10 credit. It's $10 for free, a credit to purchase anything on the site. That's Lovocracy, L-U-V-O-C-R-A-C-Y, lovocracy.com. Trust me, you will L-U-V it. A 
this is Glenn Danzig, and you're listening to Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Colarola. Yes, you certainly are. Let me give the phone numbers out. 1-800-LOVE-191. Please, not quite on the set. Is that what you guys understand? <laughs> There's we no crap service, like so they're pissed off here. <laughs> Facts, 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. We have the cast from Partners in tonight. Maria Patillo, Catherine Lloyd-Burns, John Cryer, and Tate Donovan. Also, uh, one of the extras from ER, Drew. <laughs> Doc Drew. is were so good on that show. Yeah, man, that was nice. <laughs> what you did with that stethoscope, wow. The, the, gurney was the easily replaceable <laughs> Dr. Drew is... <laughs> It's graced us with his presence tonight. That's not true. You have some uh, following. Yeah, some yeah, he does. Oh yeah, he's got triplets. <laughs> he's got three followers. <laughs> Speaking of following, how's the show going? How's the numbers? Is everything going good? The numbers are okay, but we have a rabid, uh, a rabid small con- constituency. Right. Yes, they're, they're they're actually rabbits. They are actually no, rabbits. No, rabbit. <laughs> rabbit constituency. And the way Multiply. rabbits work, you could have a big following soon. But no. But outside of the immediate family, there are. Yeah, you get you have that that, that you have that Cagney and Lacey thing, right? What? What's they that? A, little over a couple Two lesbians women. fighting <laughs> crime. Right. No, 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 no. Yeah, we got that. No, no. What I mean is, is Cagney and Lacey was on, and they were going to dump it, and they, they they mounted this letter writing campaign, and uh-huh. and they had a very hardcore little following, mm-hmm. and eventually they kept it on there. This is what Party are of Five. Saying, are you saying that we're going to be canceled? Is doing you know something we don't. No, I'm saying, is that what's going saying on here? We're hardcore. I, we're, Listen, man, come clean, man. We really want to. I just bought a house, man. Don't make us pick up the phone and call you. It was just a lunch. We talked about a lot of things. <laughs> but what I wanted to say is that on party, we had the party of five peoples out here the other day. No, it wasn't the same thing where they took the whole cast and just dumped it right in the studio. <laughs> we usually just ask for the names, but if everyone's got to come, they all got to come. What we had, uh, what the hell's her name, Drew? Not blocked me. Was it Nev? Nev, Nev yeah, Campbell Nev. and uh, the guy who plays her boyfriend on the thing. Oh. Never going to come on the show no, again Scott, because I can't remember his name. No, that, that's her brother. <laughs> Michael Gorgian. Yeah, that's right. Michael Gorgian and Nev Campbell. They came on. They're from mm-hmm. Party of Five. They started off real slowly. I mean, they were mm. like 95th or something like that. And now they're like gaining yeah, they're, momentum. Now, seriously, fellas. They no, won a Golden well, Globe. They won a Golden Globe. Show. We're very proud Please, of one at a time. <laughs> All right. Just give us a number a system. Right. right. better give us a chance, Right. <laughs> they're gonna if they know what's good for them. Yeah. That's right. All right. Now we're gonna go back to the phones. And you're going to prove that not only you all fine actors, but you're fine improvisational actors as well, because there's no script for this one. Teresa. Yeah? You're on Loveline. Hi. Say hi to the cast of partners. Hey, hi, girlfriend. cast of partners. Hey. 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 Hi. What's your question? Um, well, <clears throat> when I turned 18, I wanted to move out with some friends. Mm-hmm. And, but my mom is really against that. Because, you know, she didn't do it, but it's like, you know, she thinks that I should have at least two years of junior college because it's hard, you know, living out there by yourself and stuff. What 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 is she uh, afraid of? That I'll be, I don't know, that I'll just, you know, not take enough responsibility or something. Wait, but are you talking about moving out or not going to college? Oh, moving out and going to college. Mm. Okay. Because she's going to college as well, so it's like hard. Now, now she's going to, going to college? Huh? Your mom is going to college. Yeah. So are, you're you're not going to go to the same college because that's like a sitcom in the making. Well, <laughs> you know, mom and me. 
No, you don't do that, right? She'll copy your homework. It's bad. <laughs> so the issue, well, you're 18. You can you can uh, you do want? whatever you want. Unless mom is footing the bill. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, Dr. That. Drew, sure. Teresa? <laughs> Teresa, <laughs> she wants you to live at home and go to college. Why does she want to live at home? Years. For at least two years. Let me explain what goes on in, in junior college. <laughs> let me explain this. Make because, sure your mom's not listening no, to this. No, let me tell you. I have buddies I went to. I'm 31. I have buddies I went to high school with still going to L.A. Valley Junior College. <laughs> I went to L.A. Valley for like like a, like a semester here, semester there, semester here, semester there. Here's what your here's what your mom has to look forward to. You're gonna you're gonna take all morning classes and you're gonna go to one of them, and then you're you're gonna realize that they don't really take role and they don't care and you don't have to show. And then up. You're gonna go out with Adam's friends all afternoon. That's and you're what, not gonna get anything. That's done. what I was leading to. You're gonna strike yeah. a deal with yourself that you're gonna show up for the midterm and the final, and that you're gonna cram like nobody's business. And eventually, you're gonna find a friend who lives near the college. You're gonna get up and leave the house so your mom thinks you're going to school. You're gonna go to that friend's house and smoke. Pot and listen to Ozzy Osbourne yeah. and crash out in money. their room because their folks will be at work. Yeah, and then you're going to dabble in dealing for a little while, but then you, know, you start to think, no, no, I want to get right. that. Then you know? some You'll guy... get into radio. <laughs> yes. Wait, wait a minute. It's First, some some guy from the Dominican Republic is going to offer you money to put heroin in a condom and put it up your butt and <laughs> oh, make oh, it boy. across the border. Uh, After getting, <laughs> this is what your mom is afraid of. This is what your and... mom has to look forward to if you go to junior college. <laughs> You notice Adam says it's not what she's afraid of, it's what will happen. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. It's an actuality. Yes. She's afraid and you're going to get great grades. And I've got to, <laughs> where are you calling from? San Jose. In, on the East Coast, junior colleges are a whole different thing. Oh, really? Yeah, they are, they're sort of a, a fifth year with anticipation of going to higher institutions and things. A little different on this coast. Right, because here it's like 12th and a half grade. Right. Maybe. Mm -hmm. And then you, you digress. Is your mom going to foot the bill? Is she going to pay for school? Heck no. My dad's been saving up for me. Oh, dad's paying. Are your parents together? No. Oh. If I leave, then I can't come back. But my dad said he would support me, and my mom's, like, totally against that. So you're oh, gonna Jesus, this is really complicated. So you're going to play both against each other, huh? Well, it's yeah. not her fault. They're making us. She thinks yeah. we're always doing something. You're right. Why don't, why don't you ask your parents to figure out together what their, what their the opinion three of, is? Yeah, the three of you together. Right, sure, sure. Dr. Drew, I do not mean to step on No, no, I agree. That's a reasonable, reasonable <laughs> Don't worry about him. He's this close to gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, you're all, that's not fair what's happening. Yeah, my best friend Michelle thinks it's the money. But, well, if Michelle thinks it's the money, then it's the, the money. Too. But hey, remember that what Adam described is what your mom is afraid of, basically that you're going to get hurt. She's worried about you, your feelings, and your future, and not about being unreasonable. She just wants to do what, what do she just that? wants what's best best for you. I suggest I, I agree with uh, what what the consensus is here that you sit down with your parents and figure it out. Okay? okay, don't don't keep an open mind. All right, all right. Good luck to you. Oh, junior college, what a mess. So well, and you just put such a you know. Oh, I did. I put a negative spin. I'm getting <laughs> sick. I'm tired. You're coming down with something. We need to deal with this about you. Here, here's I. I don't trust junior college at all. Here's the way I think. You've got to get over it. No, I'll tell you what I have to get over. You've got to let go of your junior college thing, man. Because uh, total waste of time. Here's what needs to be done. Here's the deal. If you were a good enough student in college to go to four year, then that's where you belong. If you're a slacker and you should be going to junior college and you don't belong. 
going to junior college. Did that make, make no sense, sense at all? No, no. no. here's what I'm saying. What? There shouldn't be junior college. There shouldn't be junior college. Right. Okay. Junior college and yet there is. is for old people who want to go back to college. Oh, That's what junior college is for. Not for young slackers. The military oh, is for young, young slackers. Oh. That's right. A few good men. That is right. That is right. I, you How know, many or, years or, did you spend in the military? The, ra- the radio business. 17. <laughs> I know, obviously, the radio business. The radio business. The radio business is for slackers. Yeah. Drew's trying to get me started. Drew wants to get me started on radio personnel bashing. He loves when I go after the brass. I'm not going to do it, Drew. Just, just describe what you would do with an 18-year-old who, who didn't get into a four-year institution, a slacker. I would, I would pull up in front of the local radio station and kick his ass out of the, <laughs> out of the Volvo and not even slow down and say, "Don't come back to your GMs." And if he, if he wasn't brain dead, he would be back in like within a year. <laughs> Uh, I hope they're all listening. (laughs) Nothing wrong with radio. We just got a quick fax here. Dear John Cryer, is it true that you ought to know by Lance Morissette is about you? (laughs) Well, well, you know, Alanis and I had a lot of problems, and I thought that we had come to an agreement, (laughs) but obviously not. A gag rule about the relationship. (laughs) Seriously, you never never saw her socially at all, did you? I've never seen her. She's adorable. We saw her perform. We saw her perform, and she was great. Um, But I never saw her socially. Uh, uh, I did an impression of her, what her ex-boyfriend is probably doing at, at this point. On MTV once, and I think that's where. Oh, that that's of, where it came from. I felt yes. though she was really dealing with you in the audience. She was, yeah. she was. Really there was eighteen thousand yeah. people in the audience, but somehow there was a special was thing a between her and I. It was, it was electricity. Well, she, yeah. she could have been weaned on Pretty in Pink and developed some sort of elaborate fantasy or something. <laughs> <laughs> As many do, because that. But wait a minute, let's get back to Tate because I kind of put a teaser <laughs> out. There, Tate's got a push on. You're not going to get anything. I I don't want to go anywhere. Relax. It ain't going to happen. Please. (laughs) Don't defend the men. They'll defend themselves. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Now, round (laughs) round one. (laughs) Now, now, Tate, now, Sandra Bullock went out a little bit. There's no harm in that, right? We're, we're allowed to talk about that, aren't we? No. I'm sorry. There's a there's a fly in my. So you went out. You had a couple of days. You 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 went out and and well, this is just what Maybe producer Ann whispered in my ear before the show. I'm gonna have to talk with a uh, producer. <laughs> <laughs> now Actually, producer I, I dated uh, I dated Sandra Bullock, and she's she's writing songs about me now. Now <laughs> producer Ann just goes, man, be careful. <laughs> it's like giving your son like a weapon and telling him to sprint across. The house. <laughs> be careful. Watch out. Hey, officer, I told him to be careful. All right, so we're not going to get into the Sandra Bullock thing. That's We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, she was only really, she was dating me, but she was trying to get close. She was very hurt by Alanis Morissette, and it's just <laughs> you guys and we can't just sort of passed it. around the, the cast like a, a joint at a fog hat concert. Yes, huh? exactly. Okay, well. <laughs> joint at a fog hat concert. We may exactly. get a little a into uh, Jennifer Aniston when we come back. Oh, jeez, uh, you're just touching on all, just the well, little, gotta, wait little a little landline. Hold on, please. It is my job. Do you understand that? It is that? not your job. Do you you're understand? Oh, screw the problems. kids. No, Listen. We, I came here to help kids. 
They're doing right, we'll this for the, the kids. kids. We'll have you like a me. whole kids help shotgun. Listen, like the last like three minutes, we'll just blast through forty. And we'll go. We'll go. Stop blaming your parents. Next. Stop <laughs> blaming your parents. Put down the ball. And pick up a Bible. Next. We're, we're all older than you. We we came here to say something. All right. Today. All right. All right. All right. We'll get we'll get into who the girls are dating too. Is all right? Is that fair? <laughs> we right. don't want to do that. We'll, either. we'll get into everything when we come back. Blinds galore, baby. Oh, man, we love these guys. Uh, they uh, they gave us all the blinds for our new offices, which we're just putting the finishing touches on, and they're absolutely amazing. And, and here's the deal. Uh, you can go to the big box store and get yourself some blinds. But why? These guys are the same price, maybe, maybe less, with all the expertise and all the knowledge and all the experience. I mean, honestly, you go to the Home Depot or the whatever. Look, you're going to pick up some plumbing fittings. Fine. But when you talk to the guy with the GED who's working the blinds <laughs> thing, it's like, huh, what, who, where? No. They'll set you up with free samples. You can test them out. They have free shipping, custom-built blinds, and they do shades, too. Unbelievable prices, and they've been selling online for over 15 years. Again, free samples, free shipping, free window expertise, truly amazing prices. Blinds Galore does it all, baby. Go to BlindsGalore.com. That's BlindsGalore.com. And remember, let them know I sent you. To get the special deal, that's blindsgalore.com. All righty, let me give the phone number out 1 800 L O V E 191, 1 800 568 3191. The fax number 3108544455. Dr. Drew back in studio, but we have Maria Patillo, Catherine Lloyd-Burns, John Cryer, and Tate Donovan, all from Partners. Thank you and mahalo. Great applause. When we we left off, we were trying to grill Tate about some personal issues, but he's back down. (laughs) You're going to take that from him, man? So that is fine. (laughs) He's going to kick your ass later, man. That's all right. (laughs) I, I brought it up. That's all I can do. No, as a journalist, that's really as a, yeah. <laughs> Is that what I am? That's right. Yes. And it was Poke great. And prod in many respects. All right. But we're going to move on, right? Right, Kate? Yes. Right? Beautiful. Right. Okay. Anybody else you want to? No. Nobody. I'd like to go online, too, as a matter of fact. I'm curious about her. Uh, we'll get to that. Yes. John, any anybody you're dating we need to know about? Tate, you want to bring anyone up that John's dating? John's had uh, some relationships with one of my best friends. Uh, yeah, Eric's great Stokes. guy. Lovely guy. Uh, lovely uh, guy. Tate and Catherine are together and John and I are together. Okay, so just drop oh, okay, it. Seriously? Yeah, There's just all, a massive... It's, all, it's a lovely thing. Right, and right. and then when we get out of here, we're all going to my house. <laughs> <laughs> seriously? <laughs> Let sure. the bonage commence. <laughs> I believe is the term. That, that now that we've cleared it all up yes. with so, all, all, all of our so lives in one little nutshell. One little nugget. Additional Sunday night. Could I? Can I, lines, now we they don't, don't do call us either. partners for nothing. <laughs> really? <laughs> Could I come around just to kind of like hand you guys towels and videotape it, like cup nuts and, and things? While lube and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. you know the the, the important, the small yet important things. Lamont. Hey. 
Hey, Lamont, you're on Love Line with everybody. All right, I feel like a crap little people over there, too, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, I guess you guys know our problem, right? Well, uh, why don't you tell us about it? Okay, um, I'm going out with this girl, but but not for long. Um, How long? Oh, it's been like like a month already, I think. And um, it was like she goes to like this like private school and stuff like that. And I want to break up with her. And I heard that she tried to commit suicide by ODing on pills. And at one she, time in the past or very recently? Like it was like in the past, like last year, mm-hmm. like during like like holidays or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, go away. Is that her? Okay, um, anyways, she, like, tried to commit suicide. I think her parents, like, arguing a lot, you know? And she got, like, really depressed and stuff like that. And so I don't want to, like, get her all, like, depressed again because she, like, seems like have, like, a lot of feelings for me and stuff. So she's really attached to you, Lamont. Yeah. Now, how did she get so attached to you but you didn't get attached to her? I don't know. She's just so cute. I can't blame her, you know? Because <laughs> oh, you're cute? Is, is that what you ego said? Problem right he doesn't get attached yeah. to anybody. You're like really insecure, right? He doesn't get attached to anybody. I'm like pretty, totally cool. Do you yeah. think that you, you could be solely responsible for someone killing themselves? No, no, I don't want to break up with her. Ah, well. Well, you're not going to do her any favors by hanging around if you don't even like her. Yeah, I that know. That is a famous classic situation of death. You yes, sound really hot, Lamont. What's your sign? <laughs> <laughs> no, but she's obviously very vulnerable, you know, if she's having family problems or whatever, and that's probably why she's, you know, attached herself to you, you know, and... Uh, uh, well, and because he's, like, really special. And because and he's, he's a pretty cool person. Does that mean a pretty cool person or that you're pretty... pretty and cool. And cool. Or in like, pink. You get or cold. He's got a pretty mouth. Yeah. All right, you guys. <laughs> Let's deal with Drew's here. We Drew's just got here. him in a in a gunny sack. We're about <laughs> to drop him in the river on the way out. We're all going out to eat Cuban on the. <laughs> just gonna see how far, how, how deep a grave you guys dig for yourself. <laughs> all right. So Lamont, even though you're full of yourself, you're still you're still a nice guy in the sense that you do care about her. Yeah. And you don't want her to do anything stupid. And she has a history of this sort of activity. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it is not predictable that that kind of a behavior will manifest again, unless you know for a fact that she's getting very depressed again. Okay? I think you have to be honest with her. She may get depressed. She may have problems as a result of losing this relationship. But the longer you stay in the relationship, the more intense those problems are going to be. And you cannot be responsible for her emotional condition, especially when you have no commitment to the relationship. And do you know if she got help after she made her first attempt? I don't think she did because... Well... I like the other time... Maybe you can be a good... Take aspirin or nothing like that. What, what? Her friends don't even let her take aspirin. Okay, well, alert her friends that this is going to happen so she can gather some support around her, encourage her to be, you know, to, to get on and maybe even get some help if she's having feeling problems. Don't, don't... But get out. Get out. Get away. Don't linger. Don't linger and get it over with. And you're not doing her any favor by sticking around. Okay? Hey, Adam. Yeah. Um, you know that thing you played that night with, like, Mark, Dr. Mark was there, the gynecologist? What thing? That thing at the end of the show, like that. The speculum. Oh, the taps <laughs> when we were talking about Drew? Oh, when I, oh, oh, uh, let's talk to Mr. Speculum? Yeah, <laughs> it was a speculum. The, gynecolo- <laughs> the gynecological minute hosted by, uh, <laughs> Hal Holbrook? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know that thing? 
catastrophically misdrew or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no. Lamont. Sure, it all comes Lamont back to Lamont ratting now. me out. You played, they played drops of things I had, that they Stuff pulled like out. Stuff like this makes me sick. Yeah, like that. And play, play a no, good no, no, one. No, 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 wait a minute. Now, At least wait. have the decency to wait till I'm out of town. Please. If wait, you're going to do that this stuff, was anyway. a night you were off and they I had a sub-doctor in? Yeah. And I had... And you chose a gynecologist? Yes. You could have chosen any kind of No, I chose a gynecologist and a porn star, so I was like wrapped you in... Were happy. Did they know each other? <laughs> they <laughs> worked together. <laughs> no, but he had worked with some celebrities, but I couldn't get it out of him. Wow. Much like our friend Tato over here. <laughs> Doing a little bit of his own work on the celebrity circuit, but we won't get into that. The point is, Drew, is now people, including the cast of partners, want to know what I was doing to you while you were gone. And I, I put a curse on that Lamont for bringing it up and ratting me out. But while you're gone, I did a little homage to uh, Drew and, and engineer... homage yeah, montage. And, and Mike, if we could turn Drew's freaking uh, mic off, please, engineer no, Mike. Yes, here we go. Let's just hear it. You're overweight. Pee on this stick for me. This guy is an asshole. Can I say that? If anything, I want to be dominated. <laughs> Do the peyote one, Mike. Come on, seriously. That is the best one. All right. When I was 19, I ate about four boiled peyote buttons and stayed up all night but felt no effect. This guy is an asshole. Can I say that? These are things taken totally out of context. Oh, no. I can tell they were dubbed together. No, no, we just had, I had a little, I was wired, I was hot, you know, I, they, they taped the mic to me. You're not as hot as Lamont, Because <laughs> he's a pretty cool person. He certainly is. <laughs> Leia, Joanne, and John. Hi. 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 All right, good, we have 14 people on, on, <laughs> on the show now. Cool. What? We can figure it out together. Who, who, who wants to be the spokesman of the three? I'll go. Yes, who's going to be Mo? I'll be Leah. <laughs> Leo B. Mo? Yeah. All right, go ahead. You be the stooge of talks. Go ahead. Okay. Well, we've got this friend, and he's a real nutcase. And actually, he's not our friend anymore. We just kind of cut off our friendship. But we, we're not really sure what to do. Well, see, he does really strange stuff. Like, he's obsessed with his dead sister that never existed, if you can believe that. Mm. What's wrong with that? I don't get it. <laughs> I know. What is he doing? Uh, he tells lies constantly. Tate may have dated her, by the way. We don't. We're not sure. We couldn't get it out of him. If she existed, he may have dated her. Didn't exist. What What other kinds of d delusions does he carry about? Oh God. He's a He's a compulsive. Run over by a street sweeper. In what context does he say these things? He He, he gets people to believe them, and yeah. they do. He okay. starts out telling believable lies, right. and mm -hmm. then they turn into these tall tales. Is he somebody that is a friend of yours? He used to be. He used all right. to we used to do everything together, okay? Mm -hmm. We used to be really good friends, mm -hmm. and then all of a What time, happened to him? Huh? What happened to him? He, he's crazy. Well, uh, what happened? Did something happen to him? No. Who nothing knows? happened to him. He's, I don't know. He thinks he was abducted by a UFO. Yeah. You know what, guys? You, you're dealing with somebody who has an illness, Okay. And whether what the illness is, I can't tell for sure just by talking to you guys. But if he genuinely believes these things you're calling lies, he may have schizophrenia. He may be manic depressive. He may no, have been. He hey, listen, he doesn't believe them. He'll, he'll tell us he lies, and then he'll admit that he lied. But then, like five months later, he'll start like lying the same lies He's again. He may not know. He may, uh, mm -hmm. or he has some severe person personality disorder. Whatever the circumstance. You're dealing with somebody who is in a lot of pain, who's a sick person, who needs help and guidance and getting some help, getting to help so he can get better. 
You guys, if you were his friend, if you really cared about the guy one time, if there's a vestige of any feeling you have for him, get him to somebody who can get him the help he needs because this sounds like somebody who is really troubled. And it may be biological. could even be a medical illness. Jonathan, tell them what he's doing to you. Well, see, this is the strange part. He's, That's not the biggest problem. Um, he's spreading rumors around about me. He seems, well, all of a sudden, he just started hanging out with another group of people. And once in a while, he would come up, say hi, and then... Is he doing drugs? No, I don't think so. All right, well, wait a minute. Let me just jump in here as a voice of reason. Oh, please, Adam. <clears throat> this guy could have a tumor the size of a, of a golf ball in his head, and you guys are picking on it. You, you know what I mean? Did you hear I, what Drew said? He could have a legitimate medical hmm. problem. Yeah, and, and for you guys to have expectations of him as a regular person, as like uh, someone like you, is not fair because he has a problem. He may be. He may once again reconstitute. There may be ways to make him get better. But hmm. put your feelings aside. The feelings that he's generating, and you put them aside. Get him to somebody who can help him, and you may get your old friend back. But don't you think that uh, they should finish telling whatever he's doing? I think they're concerned about it. All right, one more Come wacky, on. quick story. Make it fast, John. <laughs> Spreading well, rumors. Okay. Right. Now, you know what? I'm nixing <gasps> that story. <laughs> oh, who cares? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what happened. He's hanging around with new people. He's talking about the old people. It's all that high school crap. Probably your friends from junior college. <laughs> <laughs> My friends from junior college are all Probably listening the at their group. parents' house right <laughs> now. <laughs> They're in bunk beds going, Ma, it's nine. What about the Oval Team? <laughs> Ma, can I borrow your bike to go to Valley College tomorrow? I don't want to be late for my ceramics and co-ed softball. <laughs> All right, but John played a character called Ducky Boy in Pretty in Pink. He was a misunderstood There was no boy guy. in it. It was Ducky or Duck Man. Uh, duck Man. There was no boy ducky involved. Boy. There what wasn't a Ducky Boy? weird semi-gay connotation Ducky oh, Boy thing. Really interesting Ooh. place. I know. <laughs> I'm not really defensive. defensive isn't <laughs> he? Wow. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. The, he wasn't underage. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. The Sorry. point is, well, geez, look at the way the guy dressed with the hair, the hair up like yes. he, it was Denny Terrio hair and uh, <laughs> dressing uh, <clears throat> like an interior designer. I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. The point is, is he was a quirky guy. He was very quirky. He was misunderstood. Yes. He needed love. He needed love, love, love. He didn't need to be, uh, he didn't need his friends. He needed Molly Ringwald to call into some uh, radio show and make fun of him. Mm -hmm. He needed attention. Do you, you relate attention? to this character at all? No! <laughs> <laughs> he needed to be taken to the proper authorities. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, it, but it sounds like he's got something physiological. Oh, this guy's a nutball. Like, There's yeah, no I doubt about that. I'm just saying Ducky Boy. I just was trying to make a segue into well, talking about was, Ducky Boy. Thank you. No one else <laughs> <laughs> no, he did it really Speaking well, of maniacs, didn't you play one once? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, yeah, he was, uh, you know, high school's weird. Everybody, you know, everybody's uh, hyper aware of their social standing in high school, you know, so whenever somebody says something about you, it's like, oh my God, they said that about me? Right. Oh my God. Right. So <laughs> then you in turn say something about that yes, person and, and they even the school and it's like yes. no one even knows who started anymore. And, and when we get back... And then you graduate. We're going to talk. Yeah, and then you go to junior college, <laughs> and then you pick up a bong, and then you move into your folks' garage, and you put down that bad rust-colored carpet in there, and you get yourself like a ACDC poster, and the rest is history. And we'll be back after this. Look deep into this jingle. You are getting sleepy. Sleepy. Love line will be right back. You will listen. Thank <laughs> you. 
Mike Catherwood, and of course, Dr. Drew Pinsky here from Loveline, and we got some awesome news. Now you can listen to our Loveline radio show whenever and wherever you want. That's right. Thanks to PodcastOne.com, home of the Mike and Dr. Drew podcast. You can get Loveline every night as a free podcast. No more paywall. Just go to PodcastOne.com and click on the Loveline show icon and download. People have been asking about this for years. And now it's here. Loveline, the free podcast, whenever and wherever you want on iTunes and PodcastOne.com. That is PodcastOne.com. And that fax. <laughs> Work fax in there somehow. Go ahead. The fax number is 310-854-4444. Thanks for making me relive that nightmare, Mike. 310-854-4455 is where you can reach us. Hi, I'm Tom Likens. Who? No one knows who Tom. Tom Likas has his studio before we do, ah. and uh, everyone gets pissed at me for talking about Tom Likas. He's a great guy. He's a fabulous man. Fantastic. A true radio talent, and we'll be back in 10. 10 what? Seconds. <laughs> this is Loveline on Radio Station. All right. Running on all eight cylinders. <laughs> humming. <laughs> humming down that uh, radio channel. highway. Smooth as silk. Tonight, we are honored to have Maria Patillo, Catherine Lloyd Burns, John Cryer, and Tate Donovan, all from the hit Fox series Partners. You can see Monday nights at 9 o'clock. 9.30. Here's here's the deal, though. Now, let me tell you something, guys. Seriously, the reason I said 9? Yeah, why? I want people to be settled in. Because you tell people 9 o'clock, you tell people 9.30, 9.35, they come home, 9.40, the keys go down, 9.45, they're in the bathroom, they can't find the remote. Next thing you know, the show's over. The show's over, and the Nielsen log does not yeah, this does, does not, not reflect. Click. Does not reflect. True. Right. So I say, get there at nine, play it safe, settle in, That's like good. a concert. Who's yeah. on before you guys at <laughs> Ned nine? And Stacey. Ned and Stacy. Ned and Stacy. Watch Ned and Stacy. They will be like the opening act, mm-hmm. and then you guys will come on, like you know, so Aerosmith. Yes, to, to massive applause. Right. To who? Who used to be at nine? We used to be at nine. Oh, really? So this is a good sign, right? We like to think so. It is. Why? They warm everyone up for us. But why is is, is eight thirty a better slot or nine? Well, uh, is, is nine or nine thirty a better slot? They're they're basically they're indistinguishable. Yeah, we we're glad to not be on opposite Murphy Brown. Basically, right? We're 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 happy about that. Now we're not ever going to get Candace Bergen on this show, so I can talk about her for a second. Go ahead, I don't knock yourself out. I don't get it with her fully. I mean, I think she's real nice looking for her age. 
and I think she's an Drew a, just a, like spit up. a decent actress, decent, but not a real strong comedic actress. As a matter of fact, she sort of bugs me a little comedically. <laughs> and you know what? I'm sure that you don't bug anybody. Well, yeah, but that's <laughs> with your comments. First off, first off. She makes three billion times what I make, so I don't have to be that good. Uh-huh. I'm not saying you're not good. But, all right, I'm abrasive. Maybe I'm abrasive. All right, that's fine. And maybe I'm offensive, but that's my job. But her job is to be funny and likable. Aha. Uh-huh. You see? Mm-hmm. And that's where the difference is. And she comedically rubs you the wrong way occasionally. Yeah, well, I just don't I don't get it. She gets nominated for the Emmys mm-hmm. year after year and all that. She and wins. She, she, she wins. And constantly. she wins. And here's what it is, seriously. Now, I know you guys are, you know, you're in like that with the whole Hollywood scene. And God forbid oh, yeah. you should oh, dish yeah. a little dirt on Please. some of your own. But really, <laughs> she is real funny for someone who shouldn't be doing comedy. I mean, someone who had, seriously, someone who had a serious acting career and was a good actress, and everyone said, she can't do comedy, can she? She's pretty, and she's serious and everything. And then she does comedy, and everyone goes, oh, my God, she can do it. Mm-hmm. They're there, grading a, her on a little curve. A a curve yes. If she was fat <laughs> and Jewish and hairy and funny-looking, boom. They'd expect comedy. But, right, right. Know. She's real good yes. for a, a nice-looking blonde lady awesome. who's, mm. who had a career mm. series. There are right? some people that, that they just love to give awards to. Like, Kelsey Grammer is terrific. He's a terrific performer, obviously, but he's winning, like, every year. Right. And and I'm tired of it, frankly. Right. I'm furious. Don't worry. This this <laughs> down periscope will bring him right down <laughs> Slap him right down, down the earth. Don't no, worry about it. He's extremely talented and really, really brilliant. Oh, don't how many years? And a personal friend of yours, And Johnny, a close personal right? friend. And the world's largest forehead. <laughs> you can play football on his forehead. It's very handy. All right. Now, you done getting yourself into trouble, John? I, no, I'm, I can... I can, <laughs> can go on, my baby. All right. Rip well, let's, into let, many others. Let's dish a little of that on Nicolette. Nicolette? Yeah? You're on Loveline. Hi. Um, I have, hi. Hi. Um, I'm having a problem with my boyfriend. Okay, I'm 13 years old, and we've been going out for a couple months, and... um. It's going really great and everything, but he's, like, kind of scaring me because he wants a serious commitment, and he I heard he went out and brought a promise ring and everything. Yeah. All right, well, Maria wants to know if you're doing it. She gave me the universal uh, four-finger and curled opposite hand. <laughs> I can't believe people have love problems at 13. Oh, yeah. Do you come have on. love problems? I didn't at have any yes, you love did. at Oh, come 13. on. You had crushes on boys who yeah. weren't calling you back. Hey, but I'm shit. proud of you that you have a boyfriend, girl. No. So, but she's worried that he's he's, he's, he's taking it too far. He's getting too far ahead. He's right. His feelings are be getting too intense, too fast. A promise ring. Promise ring. Mm-hmm. How, is he mm-hmm. older than you? No, he's the same age I am. 13. Wow. Now, what, let's just, what would really be uh, involved in the promise situation? Like a promise ring for like a pre-engagement. <gasps> Good okay, lord, now, that's no, illegal. Because, first uh, of all, no, because you know if it's just like a ring, like that you're supposed to promise you're serious about him. That's one thing, right? Now there's two. There's what th- will be really. Expected? She's thirteen. How could she be serious about anything? It, Nicolette, is that your assumption of what a promise ring that's is? That's true. What I'm. No, really that, he already talked about it with me. Yeah, he discussed it as a. A precursor to engagement. Here's what. Here's the promise ring. You give it to the person. You go. When we break up, you got to promise to give it back. It's like two hundred dollars. <laughs> Couldn't he give you like a promise windbreaker or something? Get <laughs> started off. Nicolette, what, what does a promise uh, ring mean? Nicolette, mm-hmm. it's when you're too young to get engaged. I I always thought it was just something that you just agreed to have a close committed relationship, basically. 
right? Mm-hmm. Do you want to have that kind of relationship with him? Well, I don't know because, I mean, I don't want to like... What did you tell him when he came up with this? I'm all, well, Michael, we're too young. What are you thinking? And he's, he was just saying, like, um, he doesn't want anyone else. And he's going on and on, and I'm, and I'm all, mm. well, mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't want to hurt him, you know? Like, even right. I don't want to, like, lose him by saying no, but I don't want to, like, make a commitment. Nick, that sounds very sincere. And it's yeah. very sensible, yeah. if I yeah. may say so. And mature. And mature. And kind of pretty. <laughs> no, so but pretty. Really, wait, let's not witty and pretty and gay. Guys, come what? on, she's talking to us here. No, oh, you know, you know what? <laughs> Adam, I don't want to get in another fight with you now. Listen. <laughs> oh, I would she's, crush you like a, a beer terror. can. You, she's wiry. She's wiry. Adam. No, <laughs> now crappy. listen, getting. I am scrappy. Hey, I think you got to tell him. You know, once again, how you feel. Yeah, because it's not, you know, if you keep something that's under false pretenses, it's not really like you have it. Nicolette, right? you're, you're, you're very clear on what your desires are with, with the relationship. You express it clearly. you got to make sure he hears it and keep saying it till he does. Okay. All right? Okay. And uh, remember that if he doesn't go for it, you didn't really do so badly because, you know, it's no good if he... He's hanging up on me now. Okay, <laughs> okay, he stopped. We've had enough of you. <laughs> if you let the bird fly away, yeah, and then yeah, the bird yeah, comes yeah, back, yeah. then <laughs> wait a minute, then it, like... If he didn't like it, he's not worth it anymore. Right, right, That's right. right. That's yeah. not, staying what is that? because it's a lie. That's logic. This is love. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there, that's the problem it's with love. love. Oh, I'm sorry. I was doing the love boat. All thing. right, we're getting punchy. Let's all try to focus. <laughs> yeah, can we focus? <laughs> you guys please? are fixating on Cuban food. That's your problem. <laughs> and thirteen-year-olds, it ain't right. Ian, Ian, you're on Love Line. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hello. I have a question. Um, two actually. Uh, I got mono like last August. Mm-hmm. Oh man, right. I had that years ago. Ugh. And I was wondering if I could still give it to like a girl. No. No, I still can't. I can't give it to anybody. No. You sound disappointed. Oh. <laughs> He couldn't afford the promise ring. Maybe but here's, here's give, her some mana. give her the gift that keeps on giving. And then I have another question. Uh, can you be like immune to pot? What does that mean? Like, don't get like screwed up by it. Cause I, I'm like, I've smoked it out three times now. Yeah. Each time I haven't felt anything at all. Most people take at least three times to sort of prime the pump. You know, before you actually. Adam, are you peeing? No, this is this yeah. is true that it takes several exposures before you condition your brain to have the positive reinforcing effects of that drug. Most people don't get that much out of it. Some people, and it's always those people with the biological background of alcoholism, and it's only a subset of those, have this tremendous euphoric response to it. And uh, and they, too, take three to five exposures before they ever really... Now, Drew, what if if you're like where I'm at, where you're scraping (laughs) resins out of the pump? (laughs) Is that a good place to be? (laughs) I have been for years. (laughs) That's You're great. in junior college. That's up. where you are Honestly, at that point. Yeah, Ian, it has nothing to do with the, the, uh, the uh, mononucleosis. So. All right. All righty. Lay off the weed. <laughs> there. I've Thank done you. my bit for the night. <laughs> All right. Uh, Catherine. What call do you want to take, Miss oh, Responsibility? Okay. Yes, I'm turning the screen I'm toward you. She certainly did. Well, Maria's really uh, wanting me to go for five. So. All right, we'll go for five. Alfred. Alfred. Yeah. You're on Love Line. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. What's up? Um, I got a question for um, the doctor. Yeah, but you're going to get everybody else because they (laughs) they selected you for this call. Okay. You have been selected. Um, The thing is, um, I got a problem. I've been dating this girl for about maybe two months or so. And um, 
people, we've been, you know, we have sex and everything, like, say, five times a week. And um, just the, the past, say, two, three days, um, I was unable to get an erection. And I was wondering if, you know, if that's normal or... All right. <clears throat> Don't let him answer this question. <laughs> no, I don't right. want Adam talking to Kate you about it. Donovan is going to answer Adam. this question. <laughs> Go. He's going to tell you. You came to the right guy. <laughs> uh, are you are you having a do you, do you want to have sex with him? Um yes. And do you um are, are there some sort of uh, unresolved issues maybe going on? Are you are you sort of like is there something you want to say to her? Are you feeling funny about something else? Um well, I guess um I guess she might have to work things out with her um, with Husband. her boy, with her ex boyfriend. Oh, uh, so see, I had, uh, I was dating a girl who right uh, told me right before sex. My by the way, my my the the last guy I was with had the biggest penis I've ever seen, and this of course caused all manner of trouble. She me. told she told mm-hmm. you this? Yes, yeah, she told me that you. huge mistake. Huge and I know mistake. I saw you at the stall. You have a tremendous well, penis. Thank you, thank you. But still, it, it 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 did not. You know, it was not in the same league apparently, and this caused a similar difficulty that you're you're dealing with right now. So but I have I gone through it. The problem is a little different. It, it does well. Uh, uh, oh, really? Let him vent. No, he's making okay, an ass of himself. Okay, go ahead. Keep going, John. <laughs> no, no. I, but but it does. It it gets better. Don't worry. It's it's temporary. Well, are, I think are you scared you guys, of it? Uh, well, maybe maybe you want to talk about a little things bit rather than. Uh, yeah. You see, what my big problem was, I was just so scared. That every time it, you know, I was like scared, so that made it worse. You know, it wasn't physiological. Do you think yours is physiological? Um, no. Aha. Well, let me ask a couple questions. Alfred, are you on any medications? No. Do any drugs? No. Have any medical problems? No. Then these guys are probably right, and the the great denominator in all this is anxiety, and that is to say, if you're fearful, if you're frightened, even if it's on a subconscious level that something is troubling you. Uh, that is counterproductive to normal sexual functioning and things will not work. And then once they don't work, you obsess about them not working next time and just that anxiety makes it not work again. See? So you really have to take the focus off of that and just get into the relationship. Hopefully your girlfriend will be supportive of uh, this whole problem and uh, it will sort of go away, as John says, slowly yeah, by itself. It does. Trust me. All right, Alfred. <laughs> okay. Good luck Good with the response. Everybody makes fun of me here because I'm opening up. Yeah, and letting you people see a certain side of me. <laughs> I'm sorry. And then, well, good. Okay. Now, no. we're, right, <laughs> I can move on. Let now. me reset. We we have the cast from Partners here tonight. We have uh, Puny Penis John, who was telling us, <laughs> John Pryor uh, was saying that wiener, his penis was dwarfed by his girlfriend's <laughs> my ex, previous No, not by ex. my girlfriend. Sure. Yes, by my... my <laughs> ex's ex. Now, how does this slip out? Uh, <laughs> How did you bring it up? We know how yours came out. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is, is did you guys out. have a couple of drinks and you got onto the topic of penis girth or, you know what yeah. I mean? Because sometimes no, I don't guys think women, have no, women have no idea how men feel about, feel about it. And that they're stuff. just like, oh, you don't know, you don't understand. It really hurt. It was terrible. I hated it. It would right, be like a guy right. saying, guys are just going, right. oh, I don't, uh, yeah. Uh, and, okay. like, and then yeah. he used to pull it out and he flogged me with it. <laughs> and I really well, hate it. And you're like, oh, God, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it would be like a guy saying, oh, geez, my last girlfriend had the best breasts. Yeah. You know, right. it's like, it, it, it's yeah. weird. No, they don't, they don't, weird. Uh, they don't understand. I, I did. I've told this story before. I had an ex-girlfriend that said, we're just like in the mall, and we're just like, I don't know, what the hell? We were like past a mannequin that was hung or something, and she went, <laughs> she went, um, oh, yeah, I've, I've had like 
every kind of penis. Uh, like small ones and big ones. Like a pretzel. She, she didn't mean she'd been with like 300 men or anything. She just meant, you know, she covered all the shapes. She, yeah, she'd been with like a really small one and like mm. a real big one. And but mm. I was just sitting there going, I know, I know, I'm, I'm screwing with the curve here. I know I missed the cutoff. I didn't make it into. The, <laughs> I'm an upright. I'm not a grand. <laughs> that is the scale. But you I've sound heard. just as good. So women, thank you, women. <laughs> Tate and I making up, by the way. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you're pretty okay. much you're, you're around the bend. I'm never coming back. <laughs> the point is, with women, do not bring up. The, here's what the men want to think. The men want to think that you were, weren't going out with anyone before them, and if you were, they lost their penis and, like by <laughs> jumping on a grenade in a foxhole, like in the Rocky Fire <laughs> story or something. You know? really? They do not Catherine, want to hear about the man's penis. These are penis. very good tips. <laughs> it, Usually it really the first is. thing I do is you know, talk so, about uh, someone else's penis. Don't, don't. On the first date, or it's not Oh, you good. work it in a first date? Yeah. I try to. Hi, my name's Catherine. You know, like, pull Hi. it out of your purse and go, right. let me stir that drink for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going back to the phones before we get too far up. Drew, you pick a call. You be the finger of sanity. Uh, Jen? Yeah. You're on Loveline with the cast of Partners. Okay. Well, um, I have a question for the doctor. Yeah, Jen, what's up? Okay, um... Sometimes I hear like these voices, mm-hmm. like um, and it sounds it sounds kind of like um, like I'm picking up a radio station. I don't have like a metal plate in my head or anything. Right. What are the voices saying? I don't know. I can't. I can't make it out. Are they sort of angry voices? Get or? off the phone. I'm using it. Are they persecuting you in any way? Um, it's it's like I I I, I can make out that um, one of them is like male. No, two of them are male. One of them is female. Right. And there might be more, but I can't. Do you do speed? Huh? No, I don't. I don't. Not on anything. No, does. Have you been depressed lately? No, I'm not. I'm not suicidal or anything. I don't mean suicidal. Have you, have you been unusually depressed? No. No. Like well, things will bum me out every now and then. Do you have any other sense that you're sort of able to pick up radio waves or things? No, no. Out? I'm just kind of worried about it because that you're hearing these voices. Yeah, no one else does. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, auditory hallucination is a hallucination you're experiencing, and they can have a medical basis. You got to get your basically be seen by a medical doctor to make sure it's not something neurological or endocrinologic causing these things. Uh, this could be the beginning of some kind of a psychiatric problem. That uh, Well, it's usually after I get in like a fight with my mom. Sure, but e- even a medical problem can uh, can sort of have these sorts of symptoms brought on at times of stress. So get it checked out, but it probably is the case that this is a part of or a symptom of some j- larger psychiatric issue that should be able to be treated, Okay. Get it taken care of. They're auditory hallucinations, and they should be dealt with. Go t- start with your regular doctor, just a general doctor, and okay. you get get a medical evaluation to make sure that it's not a medical problem, and then you'll get referred to a psychiatrist from there. Okay. okay? All right. All right. Good luck. Bye. Good luck, and you should see the way Catherine looks at me every time I pipe up here. You're really making <laughs> I, me self-conscious I'm now. Sorry, but you know I feel bad about these things. Oh, <laughs> she'll be fine. I can sense the real medically important calls. Oh, yeah. She'll be fine. She'll uh, run that right off. She'll just uh, <laughs> shake, shake it. Just it shake it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She'll be fine. Get She'll help. be fine with that. Amy. Hello. Hey, you're on Loveline. Yeah. Um, I've been going out with this guy for like a year, and we're engaged. You don't and, sound um, very happy. 
We waited seven months before we started having sex, and we have sex now, um, like, ten times a week. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had an orgasm. Is there something wrong with me? Well, maybe just for wanting to get married. <laughs> <laughs> I was just reading. Huh? How old are you? I'm 18. Were you a virgin before this relationship? No. Did you have orgasms? Oh, wow, the gallery wants to know. <laughs> they sound like the Mothra twins. <laughs> no, but seriously, have you had them before him? No. No? Never. All right, so you're orgasmless. Do yeah. you have them with yourself? Huh? Can you do it yourself? No. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should well, try it with yourself first. Yeah, then you'll be fine. You just got to figure out how to do it. You'll do it. You'll like it. You'll keep doing it. Catherine, any special technique? <laughs> I mean, not <laughs> necessarily <laughs> that you use on yourself. Not oral seriously, sex. anything? I can't. It's hard to say. You do oral sex on yourself? Not on yourself. <laughs> you got a lizard or something? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I have a variety of pets. But she treats herself very nicely, okay? And yeah, that's, that's all I can really <laughs> say. All right. No, but seriously, you you never had it, so once you do, you're going to make sure you keep having it. Yeah, That's my and, and if you keep, like, being ashamed that you haven't, it's going to maybe yeah, get worse. Yeah, be patient with yourself. So, yeah, just oh, experiment with I have your a, man. Did you, does he know that you never had one? Yeah, I talked to him about it. Oh, that's well, great. maybe, uh, how, did that make you feel embarrassed? Was that hard to tell him that? Yeah. Does he do the oral thing on you? Yeah. He does. Mm-hmm. Well, so he's trying. Help him out. Help him out. Tell him, tell him what feels good and what doesn't. And uh, Yeah, that's a big thing. Tell him when, yeah, when he's doing totally the right thing because we have no clue. Yes. Yeah, but we, here's what you do, by the way, because a lot of women are self-conscious. I mean, they don't, they don't want to go. They don't want to be like the guy's landing a plane on a carrier deck. I'm, no, 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 this way. No, you're good. You're good. No, no, you're off. No, you <laughs> I mean, you want to be like that. But, but here's what you do, because a lot of ladies, they don't want to tell the guy. And, and, and again, men are very sensitive. They, you know, men will freak out if you go, oh, yeah, that's the way I'm used to it. Yeah. That's, there. No, that's the spot. That's yeah, the ticket right there. Like I think men love to hear that. Yeah, yeah but they I, don't want to hear, I'm, they don't want to hear like, they don't, they don't want to hear that's how Johnny old, used that, to do this it. Is, yeah. yeah. They, they, Here's what they want. You give a little, like, uh, you, you do the grunt thing. Like, the you grunt go, thing is you helpful. go, like, oh, oh. Yeah. Well, no, but then, oh, but yeah. then, and then, then they could be a little. Put, yeah, no, you have to be more blunt. With you. I think, yeah. I think, I need more bluntness. Yeah. Because, you know? because that is good. Because sometimes it's uh, 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 you're irritating me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Sorry, so I'm uh, awesome. uh, uh, watching Family Feud. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Our use the guy's head says... like you use a mouse on your computer. That's what that's, it is. That's you use good. it, position the thing around. You just said that was right, but wait. Perhaps a book no, no, might be helpful. Oh, I thought you were like King Kong. I thought you no, were no, like the no, mouse. No, 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 well, that's help time. Okay. Oh, please, Catherine, please. You're making, you're making, I'm going to second guess everything I say now <laughs> for weeks because of you. All right. That is Catherine Lloyd Burns. That's just Catherine Burns. I'm leaving the Lloyd out. Forget that. That's Maria Patillo, John Cryer, Tate Donovan, all from Partners. I want to thank you guys for coming in tonight.
It's on at 9.30 yes. on Monday evenings. That is tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Everyone should go Everyone out got, and see that. we got a great one on Monday, actually. Really funny we show. We thank you for coming in tonight, and we'll be back. Call Loveline at 1-800-LOVE-191. Loveline. We'll be right back. Whatever happened to Stone Cold Steve Austin? That <laughs> them turned into a pimp. He's pimping in South Texas at the Broken Skull Ranch. Got my theme song going from Hustle and Flow. You know it's hard out here for a pimp <laughs> when you're trying to get some money for the rent. Hi, this is Peter King from MTV Sandblast, and you're listening to Loveline with Dr. Drew and, of course, Adam Kugola. Well, you certainly are, and here's the phone numbers for that show. 1-800-LOVE-191, 1-800-568-3191. The fax number, 310-854-4455. Well, the cast from Partners, Fox's hit series Partners, I should say, has just uh, left the building, and... uh, Dr. Drew, I didn't want to say anything in front of John Cryer because he's a very sensitive guy, but uh, remember he was talking about the boy, her, his uh, ex-girlfriend? He right. said that uh, her boyfriend before him had a tremendous penis. Right. That was me. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, what do you mean I'm serious? Luann. Hi. Hi, you're on Loveline. <laughs> okay, Um, this is it's kind of weird. I've been seeing this guy for probably a little over a month, and the other night he um, had spent the night at my house, had fallen asleep before me. I was almost asleep, and I had my back turned towards him in his sleep. I mean, I'm positive he was asleep. With one hand, he held my head down, and with like the other hand, in a fist, like punched me really, really hard in the neck. Wow. Like, mm-hmm. And then just rolled back over. You ever huh. think that maybe you deserved it, Luann? Uh, no, of course not. Okay. Wow, that's a strange behavior. I mean, it it was, and I'm positive that he wasn't awake. Did you tell him? Uh, no, I was so freaked out, I didn't, you know. This this guy isn't Jan Michael Vincent, is it? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Has he? Ha- I mean, does he have any kind of post traumatic stress things? Anything happened to him ever that? Uh... I I don't know, probably, but I mean, like what? He, oh, I don't, he's he's an odd one. Huh. Well, well, odd odd what? He wears socks that don't match, or odd he likes to you know kill uh, school age girls. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, God, I hope he's not an axe murderer, but I mean. You know what's amazing? I mean, you probably know more about your car before you bought it than you do about this guy who you're spending all this time with and sleeping with. Yeah. I mean, come on. You should know the person first before you uh, involved. Coming from coming from Drew, who got some on the first date, by the way. <laughs> you knew I was going to bring that up, Drew. About halfway into that, I know halfway into that, Drew's little mind went, "Oh crap!" Oh, we don't bring up that getting late on the first date stuff. And about halfway into it, I went, "Oh yeah, oh, this is going to be great. Can't wait till he's done." You off the soapbox, Mister? Get laid on the first date? This guy's scoring like Gretzky. But he's, I don't know, he's a really nice guy when he's awake. I mean, he's a nice guy when he's awake. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I want to just, I want to just explore that statement. I just, just hold on, Luann. I've never heard that before. He's a really nice guy when he's awake. Obviously the sleep thing is a problem, but I mean, I, I don't, he's never ever showed any violent tendencies towards <laughs> me, ever. 
All right, listen. Never he... been anything but overly, like, really, really nice. All right, that's a compensation thing. He's just setting you up for when he falls asleep and beats crap at it. But oh. listen, Luann, it could be, first off, when you're dreaming, it's not like he was necessarily having a dream about you or dream about any woman, for that matter. He could have been having a dream that, you know, he was in some uh, some military, you know, bunk bed or something and a and a and a, you know, missile was coming into the barracks or something, you know. You don't know what was going on. Oh, he could have been on a pirate look, ship. It could, it could have been a seizure for gosh sakes. I mean, it could be on any number of things, but I'm just concerned that you have you have a sense that he's got something wrong with him and uh, you it don't want to know. You don't I mean, it was it was weird. It wasn't like a mistake like oh kind of Look, uh, Luann, I'm just find out more about the guy. That's all I'm saying. Just yeah, well, find out more about the guy. I think he's pretty. Is much that okay, Adam? Am I, am I allowed to to give that kind of advice? I, I, I don't know. True. <laughs> I guess it's okay for you to talk once in a while about certain subjects pertaining to, to you know internal medicine. But uh, Luann, yes. couldn't you sleep with like a a lunch tray over your back or something like that? I mean, something he's solid. Not, he won't be coming over again. Okay. Oh, he won't. No. Okay, but now, but did you wake him up and say, "Hey, what were you dreaming about?" No, because well, bring if I would have woke him up, I I I, I would have. I wanted to kill him. I mean, I was just, you know, just the fact that I was so freaked out, and he just rolled back over. Mm-hmm. All right. I I, I know it's hard not to take it personally when you're lying there trying to achieve RAM, and some guy goes upside your head <laughs> with a closed fist. But, I mean, I would really say that this guy probably was having some dream about something bizarre. Right. And and it wouldn't matter who it was who was next to him in bed. But to have that kind of dream does bring up some question about his yeah, makeup, there's his general there's makeup. Yeah. yeah. And, yes. Yeah. And we're not talking about eyeliner either. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. You hip? I'm here. You know the lingo. Okay. Cool. All right. Good night. <laughs> Jerry. Yeah. Hey, you're on Love Line. Oh wow. Hey. I've got a. Quick question and a comment. Okay. Which one do you want first? Uh, we might as well give us the comment first because we don't like it. We're not going to hear the question. Okay. The comment is, well, uh, to uh, preempt the comment, I have bipolar <laughs> disease. Right. And I hear all these people call up your show and whine about how you know bad their life is because they're manic depressive. And it seems like all the manic depressive people that call up masturbate excessively. And it just like makes everybody else look bad. It's saying giving a bad name to you people with bipolar disease? Yeah. Well, everyone who calls this show has a problem with masturbation. Right. You you hear the the ones with the manic depressive uh, affliction or the bipolar disease, the same thing we're right, talking right, about, by the way. Right. <clears throat> you, when you hear that, it, it, it registers in your mind. Ah. But but you got to realize we get millions of masturbatory calls and and they don't they don't get into bipolar disease. Okay. All right. Thanks for clearing that up for me. Well, no problem. What else? Well, my question is, um, oh, I was recently diagnosed, I guess, like within the past two years. And I responded really well to the medication, but it really tore my, my marriage apart. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My my wife, dad, just had no idea why I was flipping out. And, you know, uh, we've we've had a kid, and, and she's moved out of state. And, you know, since then, I mean, she's become more educated on it. And, you know, so have I, and we've been getting on with our lives. But it seems like, I don't know if, uh, am I, should I continue to pursue this relationship or? Yes. Why not? You have a kid. I mean, I want to do the right thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to be a father, but she's out of state and and I don't know how to, you know, convince her to come back. I mean, I have a career here. Have you tried? Yeah. I've been talking to her for like a year. To come back. Yeah. Yeah. But she's just not interested. 
Well, it's not that she's not interested, but mommy and daddy have money, it seems, and they pay for everything. And I can't compete with that. Does she want you to go there? Um, yeah, she does. She does? Yeah. So she's interested. <clears throat> Jerry, mm-hmm. you're both interested in, 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 in solving your problems or, or sort of uh, mending the relationship, but you're both not that interested. Because if you were dead set on it, you'd be out where she is. And if she was hell-bent on it, she'd be over where you are. Well, um, the industry that I'm in, it takes a lot to, to, like, build up a reputation. And I just can't, like, up and leave. What industry is that? Well, I'm a jeweler. And it takes a while for people to get to know you and, and the, the town that you're in. You know, and build up a name for yourself. Right. Well, yeah. be that as it may, uh, I, I think you ought to try to mend the relationship, try to find a way to get her back here. Right. Uh, I, I would think if you I mean, sincerely I love pursued it, and if you made commitments to the family unit that you two could jo- could generate together, I think you would find her moving this way. I suspect, especially if she has an, a greater understanding of how bipolar illness works and what exactly went wrong in your relationship before. Right. Okay? G- Jerry. Yes. Can you get me a deal on a tennis bracelet? Sure, man. All right. <laughs> I don't even know what a tennis bracelet is. What the hell is a tennis That's bracelet? you. Uh, it's what peop- it's what women who should not be in tennis outfits or tennis skirts wear when they go to the country club. Although when a woman looks right in one of those tennis skirts, nothing better. Am I right, Drew? You know what I mean? The ruffled panties and the socks Life with four. the... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Seriously. The socks with Seriously. the little ball. No, I am serious about the socks with the little ball on the bottom. You know, the half sock? Right. Tan legs. And the way they... You know, sweat glistening in the sunshine, and that little grunt when they return to surface. Huh? You know what I'm saying? And watching them charge, and when they charge that net, everything's moving. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes they don't stop moving until they're already walking back behind the foul line. You know what I mean? We'll be back. You should call Loveline one eight hundred Love one nine one. Hello, Loveline. Loveline will be right back. Hey everybody, superfan Giovanni here. If you're looking to buy something online you want to support this show, here's what you need to do. Use the Amazon link on our show site. Just go to podcast1.com and click on the classic Loveline icon, then click the Amazon banner and save it as your full-time Amazon link. Doing that gets you the same Amazon place you normally go, but with a bonus. Amazon kicks back a small percentage of the sale to help support the show. That means more classic Loveline and fewer commercials for you. Plus, you don't pay any extra for anything. Same Amazon, same prices. Now, I'm not telling you to buy something here. I'm just saying that when you decide to go to Amazon to do some shopping, go to podcast1.com and click the classic Loveline show and use the Amazon banner right there. Save the URL as your Amazon page. It's that easy. Then every time you shop on Amazon, you'll be helping classic Loveline climb to the top of the podcast mountain. Thanks for supporting the cause. Mahalo. Uh, let me give the phone numbers out. 1-800-LOVE-191, 1-800-568-3191. The fax number, 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. He is Dr. Drew. He's a board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. And, you know, when I came in here tonight, Dr. Drew, I couldn't help but notice that they'd clean the carpet hmm. in the entire place. And I couldn't help but notice... That I used to clean carpets uh, for a living. Huh. 
Listening to Loveline, probably. This is <laughs> probably. This is what I, I did instead of going to junior college when I should have. I cleaned carpets and I cleaned, for instance, the grand ballroom at the Beverly Hills Hotel, right. which is where they have, you know, million dollar weddings. Right, and right. this place is basically like the Astrodome. Right. And this wand I use, not the shampooer. Right. I mean, if I could use the shampooer, it was a coup. I mean, it, I would have worked for free to use the shampoo or the circular thing. Where right. I used the wand. The wand, the, just, the steam cleaner. Oh. The wand had about a seven or eight inch bomb, and you had to cover miles of, you know, just tons and tons of lineal feet of, of carpet. Just oh. where I did Edwards Air Force Base mm-hmm. once. Edwards Air Force Base. Where the, where the, uh, shuttle lands. I guess where the shuttle lands. I didn't go out and do the tarmac or anything, but I mean, I did, it's essentially they have an airport there. It is not a large airport, right. but just an airport. Right. It's just miles of carpet. I mean, it was just me and this one, and you just open up the door and you'd just be looking at carpet as far as you could see, and you you've just. Had, you've had a fascinating life. Oh, oh carpet cleaning. No worse job. Uh, but here I am today. Oh, thank God. I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting about all this atheist BS. I'm going right to the Bible. I thank my maker. Chris. Hi. Hey, um, I was just wondering. I went to the doctor a while ago and he told me that I had three testicles instead of just plain old two. Three and, testicles? And, um, <laughs> and, um, I, I, I honestly, Chris, I've never really heard of that. Really? Really? Uh, I, I mean, I'm not going to say it can't. Happen. I mean, how, how did he determine that? Well, uh, he told me I had this thing called like epididymitis. Oh, that's not three testicles. Well, yeah, I know, but he found out I had three that way. How, did he get an ultrasound or something? I don't know. He he did some type of test to check it out, but he found out that I did have three, and he said the third one is working okay. Well, where were you when he was doing these tests? You didn't like mail your nuts in to the oh, to no. the hospital. <laughs> no, I was in the doctor's office. What was the test? Um, he was just like feeling around. He like found it, and he like shined this light through there and stuff. Yeah. Was this a urologist you were seeing? Yeah. Well, well he I, he was he shined a, a light yeah, like through the testing. Like yeah. you can like like put a flashlight you know behind your right, ear or right, something. Right, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, okay. Oh. So so really, what he's saying is just some kind of not totally normal anatomy of the testing, and there's sort of a third one there. I don't think anybody needs to know about that. Why why is that an issue you need to tell someone? Well, no one's gonna know. You never knew. Yeah, Why well, is it an issue? Epididymitis well, just means you have inflammation to the sort of the packaging center that sits on top of the testy, and that's a common, actually a common complication of certain sexually transmitted disease. It doesn't have to be a sexually transmitted disease. Well, the only problem with it is that uh, I was with my girlfriend the other day, and she noticed something was different. And yeah, but you didn't suddenly develop three testicles. Something's different that you have epididymitis, and it's gone. Well, yeah, 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 I know, but, like, I was with my girlfriend the other day, and this is the first time that I was like really with her this way, huh. and she noticed that there was something out of the ordinary, and she's been asking me about it, and I don't know how to tell her without freaking her out. Well, wait, I don't understand this. It's not like you have a third eye in the middle of your forehead. It's not like your penis splits off in the middle and heads east and west. You have a third nut. To me... Here's let me let me explain something too, Chris. This is the symbol of virility. This is this is testosterone. This is like saying you have a uh, plant that has like a thousand square feet, and everyone else has one that has seven hundred and fifty square feet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. You have a 
better processing. Your, your Keebler factory has two smokestacks instead of one. Two loading docks instead of three. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, Chris? Yeah, I got it. You Chris, should not be ashamed of this. At your age, it's normal to be really preoccupied with being normal and your physical, how you how you appear to your peers, this sort of thing. Fitting in. Yeah, it's real common for somebody 17. Don't worry. People are not going to freak about, out about this. This is not going to be something that's going to trouble you into the future. If I had three testicles, I would walk. You'd shout from every oh, hillside, I bet. I would shout from every mountaintop. Yeah, yeah. That's right. No, I would walk around with my testicles hanging out of my fly. To show everybody. Just that. Yeah. Well, if yeah. they notice, they notice. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, man. Hattonin? Hello? Hattonin. Hi, Dr. Dew. Hi, Adam. How, How do you, you say your name? Um, Hattonin. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was right. What kind of um, name is that? It's Korean. Funky one. Okay. Yeah. What's up? What's <laughs> okay. Up? Um, okay. I'm kind of going out with this guy. Not really going. Well, we'll go out, you know, like kind of couple dating, but we're just kind of friends and getting to know each other and stuff. Right. It's like... Every time we go out, you know, it's I pay for everything, and I'm really sick of it. And you have know, you, I don't. Have know you told to him tell that? Him. Have you told him that? No. Um, no, because yeah. like you know, we'll go to a restaurant or something, and he's always broke and stuff, and it, he'll like order an appetizer or something, you know. He's getting the surf and turf and the finest bottle of wine. Yeah, we went to the movies the other day, and I paid for him and. And, like, you know, his popcorn and everything. That's and a little pathetic. I know. And he never pays for anything. And I'm really, like... Are, are you dating this guy or are you just friends? Well, we're kind of dating, I guess. Then tell him it's just not acceptable to you. It doesn't make you feel good. It doesn't doesn't say much about his commitment for the relationship for you. If you want to split things, I mean, some people are comfortable with that. Yeah, going Dutch. Yeah, but... but Still the have... guy... You know, here's the way I think it should work. And... And this isn't always possible because sometimes the the lady has money and sometimes the guy doesn't. But just the rule of thumb is going to Dutch, uh, meaning splitting it, is it's not all that romantic. Here's the way I think the dating thing should work. I think the guy should pay the majority of the time. And after the guy takes a girl out to dinner, maybe to a movie, maybe the next weekend pays for dinner, then after like two or three weeks or three or four weeks, the girl should pipe up and say, let me take, I'm taking you out to dinner tonight. And then the guy feels good because it's nice to be taken out to dinner. When you split everything down the middle, it's, it's so, it's sterile. It's sterile. Right? Right, but, but you, but you need, but you're not even getting that. Yeah, and the real problem here is you should have spoken up earlier before you got so angry. Yeah. Now you're angry, so when you tell him, it's gonna you're gonna be overwhelming him with the feeling and not just with the message that you don't find this accessible. Is he a real pretty boy or something like that? Um, no, he's just uh. Is there any reason why this guy should be going out with someone? And and you know what I mean? Are you at some disadvantage when it? You know what I mean? Is it like he's doing you a favor or something like that? What? I mean, I'm sounding what? I'm sounding cruel, but here's what I'm saying: Is this I mean, guy like the big you know man on campus? And in and, no. and you're you know. You know what got me really mad though? Because like what Adam just said. Hello. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, we were like watching the movie, right? And he was like sleeping the whole time. You know. Why? Why are you going out? And with I this looked guy? over, and I was just like, Whatever. Why are you going out with this guy? Um, I don't know. I he's. He makes really me nice feel though. good. 
You might eat an aquat with him. That sounds more like... Uh, yeah, this guy... nice, but then he's really cheap, too. All right, listen. You should not have to crack the whip. This is a message to all ladies. Go out with a guy a few times. Don't tell him, hey, you have to be more considerate. Hey, you should be paying for half. Hey, you shouldn't hit me in my sleep. You know what I mean? If the you really should if not have to guide things, the guy too much right. too early on. If this right. if the guys can't pull if guys can't pull it together in the first month, forget it. Mm. Because I can tell you it only gets worse, not better. All right? Okay, thank you. Dump him. Mm-hmm. Lauren? Hey, how's it going? Hey, you're on Loveline. Yeah, um, about a week ago, I went to my gynecologist and got my pap smear done, and I got a call back saying that I have abnormal cell tissue on my cervix. Did they say what class? Uh, level two. Uh-huh. And they said the possibility of cancer. I don't know. They, the word cancer was mentioned, and that's right. freaked out because... All right. But, Lauren, the, the reason you get the pap smear is to sort of detect these precancerous changes to be sure it doesn't progress to cancer. Mm-hmm. Okay? Most women get to go through the pleasure, or many women at least, of having an abnormal pap and having have it followed up and to be sure there's nothing there. Yeah, they wanted to do a biopsy, and I was just curious. Are they going to do a colposcopy? Is that what it's called? That doesn't sound familiar. Well, that's probably what they're going to do, and that's just the part of the routine of screening. Just like if you had little cancerous changes on your skin, you might take them off, and they might look at a microscope and say, hey, let's, let's take some more of that off. It's the same idea on the cervix. And women, young women your age, get cervical cancer. So you've got to stay really on top of it, get these things thoroughly taken care of, so this never progresses into a cancer. Like three. Lauren, they didn't tell you you have cancer. They told you abnormal pap. And this is going to make sure you don't get cancer, okay? Huh? I said all right. Yeah, it's going to make sure you don't get cancer. Just so follow up on it. Make sure you get regular paps and follow their instructions, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Good luck, Lauren. By the way, for, uh, for the listeners, it's it's uh, cervical. It's warts and herpes that tend to increase the probability of that. Having sex at a young age, multiple partners, all these things tend to increase your probability of developing cervical cancer. Let me say something I heard, uh, not on cancer, but on the topic of vaginas. <laughs> it was a smooth segue, wasn't it? Was. it? It's just yeah, it's so, I heard, it's so great to be back. You know, when we talk a lot about women getting the uh, yeast infection, mm-hmm. is that the papilloma? No, no that's warts. Wart. What's the yeast? Canada. Canada? It's because you're going south of it. You're going north of the border, and that's that's what happens. Anyway, all right, I'm, I'm not going to work that in the joke. But here's the cold medicine. Here's the deal. <laughs> the deal is, <laughs> I'm, I'm real punchy tonight. Uh, they were they did tests, and they tried to figure out why certain women recurrent, got these. The and and it. and apparently, this happens when you're younger. Can more often than when you're older. And awesome. some of the thing is, they figure you're you're. Your your body builds up immunity right. to this, but a lot of it came from the mouth of the partner, or it had to do with oral sex. Hmm. Uh, not necessarily that it was transmitted that way, hmm. but it, it was at least agitated or something. Hmm. The number one reason was from oral sex. You have to get me that publication. Yeah, I want I, it I've too. <laughs> no, I just I just heard it the uh, other week, and I was thinking this is a good excuse for guys who don't <laughs> want it. Be involved with that. Yeah. It, it really is. I love you too much to give you pleasure. <laughs> no, I'm saying that to you, Drew. Thanks. Because you're pointing. Yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, we got time for one more call one, before we go to break. Uh, I, I just see the word lesbian, so that's where I'm going. Max. Hello. hello. How are you? Hey, Adam and Dr. Drew. Hi, Max. Hi, Max. What's up? What's up, Max? We got about 45 seconds. Oh, okay. 
All right, I just need some advice real quick for this one. All right, uh, I have I had a party at my house last night, okay? And it, ever since I moved in here, there's two bisexual women lived down the street. And I knew a friend who knew them, so she went down there, and then I went down and followed her, but she passed out on the couch, and me and the one woman, we were sitting up drinking, and she started kissing. She poured a shot in her mouth, and then just grabbed me and started kissing me. And oh, really? pushing the shot inside of my mouth, you know, and I'm like, holy, you know, I'm like, yes, this is great. And I was like, all right, well, give me another one. So she gave me another one. And she did it again, but then my friend walked through the door, and he wouldn't leave. But uh, after he left, he left about a half hour later, and we still, me and her started dancing and messing around and everything. You know, I'm like, I thought you, I thought she was a straight, you know, lesbian, but she told me she wasn't, and she started kissing and sucking on my hand and all this kind of crap. And I, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't want her girlfriend to find out, and uh, I think maybe I may have forced myself on her too, too much. So what, what's up with that? I mean, I feel, I feel kind of bad today. I haven't seen her yet today. But she she takes a shot of Jack and starts tonguing you, and you think that's forcing yourself on her? No, because she she she, she was telling me that uh, maybe I should leave, you know, and I was like, I don't know. I was like, well, give me one more kiss. And oh, okay, all right. But listen, she was just saying that as part of, like, the uh, sort of checklist that women go over when they're drunk and horny. Now, I don't want to get myself into trouble here, but a lot of women feel... Oh, jeez, I'm going down a weird path here. But I, I, but dead seriously, there's and, and everybody does this. And I'm the same way I'm, when I say I shouldn't be talking about this, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about it anyway. That's my little checklist. A lot of people have their little checklist. And a lot of times she's sitting there, she's getting loaded with you, she's coming on to you, and she's going, I shouldn't do this. Yeah, but yeah. it's almost an obligatory I shouldn't do this. So I can say later I said I shouldn't do it. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm getting it. Now, I'm not saying no means yes, and I'm not saying when someone says, hey, I shouldn't do this and pushes you away and leaves, you should go tackle them on the lawn and drag them into your bedroom. But I'm saying some women say, oh, I shouldn't do this, and then they, they, they'll do it anyway. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you force them into it just because they said they didn't want to do it. They could have just been saying that to relieve their own guilt. Uh, so you think she was guilty? I, obviously, she wanted to do it, Max, or she wouldn't have been there drinking with you. That's obvious. Now, I would just let it go. You don't okay. have to tell. You don't have to tell her girlfriend. Should I try to see her again? I mean, she's cool. I if you know. like her, I would. Yeah, but I mean, well, why not? Uh, but make sure you have plenty of vermouth on hand, and we'll be back. Hello, this is my dog. His name's Dave. Sit, sit, stay. Roll over. Roll, roll. No, Dave, no. Love line will be right back. Stay. Thanks for listening to Love Line. We appreciate it. We had a fun show tonight. We want to thank the people from Partners and all the people that made it possible here at Love Line. And we'll be talking to you tomorrow night. So that's it, then. You have been listening to Love Line. The opinions expressed on Love Line by Adam Carolla, Dr. Drew, or anyone are not necessarily ours. Be happy. Be happy. Happy, happy, happy. I'm happy. Love Line's producer is Ann Wilkins. Thank you. Thank you.